This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live on a Thursday. Father James Gross being joined here by Father Jason Leffer, priest of the Diocese of Fargo. One hour already in the can. Can you believe it? Time flies when you're having fun. Well, time flies when you and I are talking. That's actually what happens. (laughs) Heaven only knows what the experience of the time is for our (laughs) listeners, but uh, hopefully it's not too excruciating, and we thank those who have stayed with us uh, into the second hour. Um, I'm really looking forward to this next segment here because we want to be able to highlight not only um, you know the the good and the true and the beautiful in the world around us, but programs that uh, our various uh, dioceses are doing. And uh, there are a number of youth-based retreats that happen all over the country. Uh, Techs are very uh, popular, TEC, as well as Search for Christian Maturity, which has been uh, in Um, existence for many years, and we wanted to shine a spotlight on that particular program by inviting a couple of young people who have been um, involved in that program. So we have Johnny Young with us today. Good morning. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Good morning. Thank you for having me. And his lovely bride, Emma. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Thank you. You know what's wonderful about this, Father, is... um, the relationship isn't completely entirely based off of search, but it's very integral. To they, they are they are newlyweds. They were recently married this this what, past what summer. Was, what was the date? July twenty fourth. This just this past summer. So excellent. And okay. um, and so as kind of to whet our appetite for people who are listening, wondering about what search is, um, the the celebration of their wedding, especially the the party afterwards, was so profound and incredible. It was this entire huge space of all these incredible young people on fire with faith and Christian virtue and devotion and having an absolute blast and a good time. And like, as a priest, it's, you know, you have these moments, right? And this is one of those moments for me, just sitting there, just looking around and going, man, if it can be this awesome here, imagine what heaven's going to be like when the fullness of glory happens. But the foretaste of it was, was happening there in in these guys' celebration. So he's sure building your pedestal up high here, <laughs> isn't so. he? <laughs> no, but they, I, I'm telling you, it's you know, you you have these certain experiences uh, as priests, and th- this is um, so Johnny and Emma, they really uh, emulate that. And so, so let's get acquainted with you guys a little bit more. If you could tell us, um, and e- either one of you jump in as you feel uh, appropriate uh, about uh, tell us about yourselves and and about your relationship. Um, well, I am from Kindred, North Dakota. I'm 20 years old. Um, I was pretty involved with a lot of stuff throughout high school. Um, I eventually went to college for, to, I went to University of Mary for a year and a half. I absolutely loved it there. Um, but now Johnny and I are living in West Fargo and I currently work at a floor shop, which I really enjoy. It's a lot of fun. And how about you, Johnny? Um, I'm 20 years old as well. Um, been Catholic my whole life, just like Emma said, living in Fargo. Um, I've been pretty involved too. Um, went to the March for Life all four years of my life. Not all of my goodness. Of high school? <laughs> yes, all four years of my high school. With the diocesan pilgrimage? Yep, uh, yes. with the Fargo Diocese, yes. And okay. Yeah. So, how about, can you, how, Johnny, we'll start with you because you're live on the mic there. Um, what, um, 
we, were you raised Catholic? Was being Catholic important to you? Was it something in front of your mind, or did it kind of happen to you later, as you high school, college kind of stuff? Right away, it was kind of like, okay, mom's forcing me, making me to go. It's like, yeah, I'll go. And then it was kind of stubborn throughout my early years. But then I'm glad you're not stubborn anymore. That's yeah. great that you even delivered that. And then kind of getting more into high school, it was like, okay, yeah, my faith is important. I should really be looking into it and starting to strive to get closer to Christ and have that relationship with him. Were there any like kind of key things in there that kind of touch you to say, you know, as on my own, I should probably look into this? Yeah, I went to Boston and played hockey, and then that was kind of a real eye-opener because it's like I'm by myself. I need to start making these life decisions, and if I really want the faith to be important to me, I need to make that choice, and I need to... So, so God can, he can work through... Ordinary things like playing hockey, even to inspire you to draw you on, yep. right? Okay, Emma, how about yourself? Where are you, are you come from? A Catholic background, Catholic family? Were you always active, involved, or not so much? Or when when does when does faith become your own? Yeah, um, I w- I grew up Catholic. My parents raised me Catholic. Um, we'd go to church every Sunday. I'd go to Sunday school, and once I was older, the classes on Wednesday. Um, would do a little bit of volunteer stuff with my work, but it wasn't like the most important thing to me. I think that switch really flipped for me when I made it to my first search back in 2017, and it literally just kind of flipped everything around for me, and it was really something that I wanted to strive for rather than my parents being like, hey, you should okay. go. Okay, so I know a little bit about your story, so I'm cheating a little bit because I know some of those <laughs> details, but so tell us, our listeners, um, there was a moment you guys kind of meet, and then it's out of that that this first search experience happens. So how, how'd you guys meet or how did this, how did the stars align and cross for you guys to actually get to know each other? We had the same friend group and we kind of just met through there and they were like, yeah, you guys should talk. So then we just started talking and then I found out that Emma was Catholic and I was like, hey, you should go to this search, search retreat with me. And so kind of just really started after that. Yeah. Okay. Now we should just mention from the start here that we're going to have to be a little bit restrictive in some of the details that we be that we give because there are some experiences, some parts of the search experience that are not divulged, just so that those who are going for the very first time, um, you know, have um, an enriched experience rather than just anticipating what's happening and things. So, like Father that. Gross, you are a veteran of search yourself, but also as a priest. Now, can can yes. you give our listeners just the the mm-hmm. the shell, the explanation? A general, a general kind Indeed. of thing, what it is and what it means. So, in, uh, and for example, in uh, the dioceses of Fargo and Bismarck, uh, the program has remained strong for, gosh, I want to say 40 years, if not more. Um, and the, the time frame of it, it's a, it's a weekend experience that begins around late afternoon, right before uh, supper time on Friday, and it concludes on mid-Sunday afternoon. There is a mass both Saturday and Sunday, and there are a series of sharings, and they're very, they're very careful to use that word rather than talks or things like that, because there are various topics that are covered in those sharings, but the idea is that the individual presenter is sharing from their heart and, and their own experience and that it not just be something you know dryly read off that you know that was prepared and I, I think a lot of the great work that happens is the unstructured downtime um, not only within the various small groups that are formed but just 
when there isn't something official going on and and uh, these young ladies and gentlemen without their devices without their cell phones are, are able to spend time praying and visiting with one another and to and to learn about their faith so I made uh, several searches in my college days uh, in conjunction with starting out as a seminarian you can be 16 years of age I believe in order to um, go on a search retreat and then as a priest I've had the privilege of serving in numerous um, as a as a priest on site as a spiritual director now in our diet there are, I believe, three to four weekends that are um, uh, staged every year, and they use the Maryvale uh, Convent as the retreat center just north of Valley City. Once upon a time, they had various uh, locations. This place, once a year, I believe in January, there was a summer search that happened at Cardinal Mench in Fargo. There was a springtime one that happened out in Harvey in the western part of our diocese. So they've just kind of um, shrunk down to the, the, the single location. So, so Johnny, why don't you? Okay, so how did you get involved with search and get get us rolling here with your guys' story about how it becomes part of your life? So, I have an older brother, Harrison. He's about two years older than me, and he went on the march as well. And he kind of heard through other people that went on the march that, hey, you should go to the search retreat, and it's super awesome, and so many people are there. And so he went there, and he really enjoyed it. And then when I went on my first march, everyone's like, yeah, you should go to search. And then Harrison kind of pushed me to go too. So that's kind of how I got into it. Okay. And then Emma, how do, how do you find your way to the search community? Well, yeah, Johnny had told me about it a little bit and I was like, okay, yeah, I kind of like this guy. Maybe I should just go to this retreat. So how, so how well do you know Johnny at that point when he invites you to search? Um, I mean, we had probably known each other for like just a couple months, so not okay. too long, but but enough to trust him to say like his his what so. he what the word he gives you is good. So yeah, yep. Did either of you have family members, whether it be older siblings or even parents, who had themselves been on a search retreat, or were you kind of the pioneers in your families? My older brother was the first one to go to the search. Because yep. there are a lot of second-generation searchers now. Mm-hmm. Um, third or fourth generation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It, it's getting to that point now. And uh, it is, I don't know if it's just a reminder of my own mortality that's like, oh, who do you belong to? I remember <laughs> but anyway, your mom or your dad. You you know, it, it's interesting, Johnny, Emma, as, as you mentioned this, because I think this is how the Christian faith is set up. The, the word tradi- tradition means to hand from one hand to the next. And so... There's Harrison. He tells you. You go. You experience. You come mm-hmm. back. You tell Emma. You go there. Okay. Well, let's go from your perspective, Emma. So here you are. You're going off of the word of Johnny, and you arrive there. And what's the experience like for you? Um. Well, right when we get there, they do take like your phone and your watches, so you just kind of really have to rely on. You're on God's time. During yes, the exactly. That's the word that we use throughout the weekend, <laughs> and it's just I didn't know anyone there besides. Johnny, and it was just blew my mind how so many people just really opened up their arms to me, and I didn't know any of them. And it was just, I immediately felt supported by everyone there, and it was like a family immediately. So, 
Excellent. And, you know, for those who have a little bit of trepidation about, well, who am I going to know there and that sort of thing, it really early on in the weekend, the ice gets broken very quickly, whether it be the the mixers, the games, the various things like that. So we're coming up on a time where we have to step away just briefly for a break. Um, We're talking about the Search for Christian Maturity. I guess that's the official name, the program, a retreat program for adolescents and young adults in the Diocese of Fargo with Johnny and Emma Young. More with this wonderful young couple, pun intended, (laughs) after the break. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. S.J. Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through Plan Giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross joining you today, priests of the Diocese of Fargo from our Grand Forks studios. A reminder of the website for our wonderful radio network yourcatholicradiostation.com you can leave prayer requests or offer your prayers with those that have been left on that page it's also a great way to keep track of the programming with these wonderful programs and there are a couple of adjustments that are made from time to time you may have gotten used to a certain program but haven't heard it for a while it doesn't mean that it's disappeared it might just be in a different time slot and uh, with regard to weekdays and and weekends so there's a lot of great information available to you on your catholic radio station.com you know and as a little 
whet the appetite. Um, last time we were on, we got to uh, interview Auxiliary Bishop Cousins, who is now Bishop-designate of the Diocese He's of Crookston as ooh. of the res- uh, announcement As I Monday. told everybody, we, we won the Bishop Lottery. You know, Crookston Diocese won the Bishop Lottery, from my perspective, of course. But he's going to be on tomorrow. He's going to be interviewed tomorrow. So yes, you'll, you'll yes. want to tune in to Real Presence Live yep, tomorrow. Our, our uh, hosts, Father Brian and Karen from the Rapid City uh, from, from Black Hills, will be speaking with Bishop Andrew Cousins. And that will be a great, uh, great opportunity to hear from him. And maybe he'll have a neat little story about the call, you know, like what uh, what it's like when uh, the um, uh, the nuncio phones you, and, and so you know, one of the things about him, he was he came up as a young person, just like Johnny and Emma here through uh, inspiration, evangelization, the net team, and Catholic youth uh, things that we're mm-hmm. focusing here with the the search program. So it's it's it. Look at that, you might end up. Going to search and becoming a married couple, or going to search and becoming a bishop? Who knows? Yeah. You know, it's a I, I wouldn't be surprised if these two were a ma and pa on a search Ooh, weekend I, down I, the I, road here. I, so I, I, it'll, happen. it'll <laughs> happen. We'll give them a little time. Though. It's yeah, it's exciting to see what's going to happen. So. Um, when you think about your own experiences, and I know uh, Johnny had some things in mind too, um, why would you recommend for someone um, maybe in the same shoes that you were in when you first started going uh, to go to a search retreat themselves? I would just encourage people to go because you grow so much in your faith. You learn a lot about the sacraments, the Eucharist, the Mass. You make lifelong friends that you'll have for a lifetime. I mean, okay, hey, I got to sp- on this. I've got this group of junior and senior boys. I've been working so hard. You know, you know how to, you have to break that ice. You have to get somebody to go, and once they go, they come back. And they, you know, man, I, I can't get a sacrificial lamb to go. I worked so hard this fall to get my people to sign up, and, and man, they resisted. Okay, if, if envision high school senior boys who are strong, they're athletes, or they're too cool to you know for their own good kind of thing. <laughs> What kind of word would you give to that group, those guys, to tell them it's actually for them, that they would actually would not regret going? To just be humble. Just be humble and go to the weekend and just let God speak through you and just take in everything because you never know what might happen. Just like you said, you might become a bishop. You might find your wife there. You might find your best friend that you've been looking for since 10 years old with something that you've been struggling and you feel like I feel so alone I feel like I have nobody or something like that where I'll give the weekend a try I know it's a little weird like I don't know much about it I don't mm-hmm, just be humble let God speak through you and so kind of step out of your comfort comfort zone a little bit yeah. just just to try it just to try it mm-hmm. do, do you know anybody who like they tried and they said, um, "This is horrible. It was terrible. I'm just not for me." Or just not, I mean, do you? There's been like one, but other than that, there's. So we're we're batting about a ninety nine percent here. Pretty much. On people. Who, okay. <laughs> now, so talking about vocation, Emma, can you can you give our listeners a little idea about how not only your call, your growth, and maturity in Christ, relationship with Christ, the sacraments, and the church, but also your maturity and understanding your vocation to marriage. How does that all come together through the search program? How did that affect you? Um, a lot of it is just kind of talking with the other girls that are there because, um, like mentioned before, there is a lot of downtime where you just you can talk with your peers, see what they're struggling with, and 
I don't know, it's just a lot of building each other up and guiding each other. It's like, it's called peer-to-peer ministry, and it's just, you really help each other to find your vocation, and... And I guess if we can peel back the curtain a little bit, there may not be a whole lot of sleep happening in the course of a week. No, not really. (laughs) Jim's always knocking on the door. Make sure you guys get to sleep. Go to sleep. Jim and Dorian Picard are the um, adult uh, leaders of the program in the Diocese of Fargo. And those listeners who have been involved with Search in this diocese for a long time will remember their predecessors, Tom and Colleen Musgrave, um, who had been uh, living on the property there at uh, at Maryvale. And uh, Tom was a maintenance guy, caretaker for that uh, community of sisters and convent. And so they're uh, living a wonderful retirement at a lake place in Minnesota. But I want to just to tip uh, the cap to them as well um, for the many, many years of faithful service that they have given to the search program and all of the families. As you're saying that, I'm having flashbacks of Tom and all his antics and everything that he would do to make you laugh and entertain What is you. this <laughs> here? <laughs> you remember that song? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> all the different the body parts and stuff. Yeah. What are, how about, um, l- let's do a, a a quick fire here. Emma, what are thinking of the different components of what are some of your favorite aspects or the things that you enjoy the most about the search thing? Like maybe the the, the skits or the talks or experience. what what are some of your fond memories that just strike you like this is the thing I love? Um, for me, especially like being going the second or third time and then you see these new kids come in, they're just they they're so shy and they don't really want to talk to anybody. You see the first a transformation day. in them, yes, don't you? That's like my favorite part is just seeing someone who was so unsure of themselves so like just open up to everyone there and they just it's that's probably my favorite part. Okay. Johnny, how about for you? What what's the thing that you're like, I love this part of this component? Just the especially for like the team and they have to have the sharings and they go up on that chair and they just spill out all their lives and all their struggles and tribulations so they'll just to like let the new searchers know they're not alone they're not going through life alone they're just it seems pretty brave i think to a lot of new searchers to see that happen no each of you have had you've had you've been a team director haven't you for a search emma Emma did okay share with us a little bit how do you feel that calling to become a team leader and to be the one to undertake a whole search and what's involved with that whole process um it was a lot of planning and it was just it really helped me to not think about myself for the weekend like every weekend we go to serve everyone else but that was like i'm planning this entire weekend for everyone that's going like it has to be an experience that because just thinking of when i was a new searcher and the theme that was that weekend and then how it moved me it was just trying to do that for the new searchers was something kind of special you know so sure. yeah, and and so and that's part of growth too. Could you ever earlier say so go a couple years before? Could you envision yourself leading an entire weekend for a whole m- massive group of young people, or whatever, where you're the one in charge of this and doing this and setting the stage? God, when I went to my first search, I was like, "There's no way I could do that." Yeah. So the so the a leadership training. The then. term is appropriate: searching for Christian maturity. Like mm-hmm. you're look at all these examples of maturity. So. Okay, so Johnny there, and now how, let, let's take it a step further. All the stuff you experience on the search weekend, personal, relational, challenging, all this stuff, growth, spiritually and even emotionally, psychologically, how does that transfer then to becoming a mature Catholic out in the world relating to a parish and to your vocation? What Do you see the crossover? Do you become a better Catholic in the pew because of this? Or, I mean, what would you say to that?
Well, I've just like been able, being able to talk about the Catholic faith. I've seen Johnny grow in that so much because even the first year after he'd been going, he was still kind of had a hard time talking about it. But now, like, he goes up to anyone and just talks about it. It just Excellent. blows my mind. And we who know Johnny's a strong introvert. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. miracle. Just yeah. In this, yep. I, I was curious about one other thing because so many of the uh, young people, regardless of their state of life, that go on a search retreat, they have this great mountaintop experience and then they know that within a few days time as they come back to their school maybe even their families or their community they're going to be surrounded by people who didn't have that and it's going to be you know just kind of back in you know that that morass of you know kind of the way the way life was um how how do you handle that in terms of um, you know coming coming down off the mountaintop and when when there's uh, you know a lot of the resistance in the world that's still there? I think it's just accountability and having those friends that you talk to and just like hey can I call you tonight or tomorrow like a week after the cert- after the retreat and just check in check in and be there for everybody because mm-hmm. we have a group chat that we just keep in touch with like hey my friend is going through something or i had a grandma get sick and you guys please pray for her and we're like yep we'll definitely send Mm -hmm. some prayers out so one of the fruits that i see so i started the program today by talking about the experience at your wedding reception can i know a lot of things are going on for you guys that day but can you give our listeners kind of a a search perspective on all those people who were there came from miles and miles away because of search, where they're celebrating your vocation, can give us a little feedback about what you saw, what you experienced, and how that comes from search. Um, I just kind of like you were saying during the dance, I just kind of stopped for a second and just saw everyone there. Everyone was like smiling and laughing and sweating because we we're all dancing so hard. It was just really special to see that just everyone, like you said, driving hours away just to come spend a day with us for us. And I know that we would do that for anyone that was on the team, too. Just, we're like a family. And mm-hmm. at that moment, I was sitting there going, like, there's a whole lot of good people in this building right now. And, like, God has invested, the Holy Spirit has invested so much. And it's just, wow, this is the body of Christ alive mm-hmm. at this moment. Mm-hmm. How about for you, Johnny, any reflections from that that moment when you see all this come together? Just all the love that they have for two of us. And then it's just insane. Now, it, it, I... I it's probable the two of you would have gotten married anyway, but what does the search program have to do with the two of you actually getting married? Did that help and assist you to make the choice and to go forward with that decision? I would say the us continuing to going to search really kept Christ at the center of our relationship because for a while, like when we would, were talking, we lived like a couple hours away from each other. So anytime we would see each other, it was at search and it was like the whole weekend was revolved around God and it was just... Mm-hmm. That's how we just got to be with each other. So, well, what great uh, salespeople the two of you have been for this wonderful experience that our diocese and others offer. So, I just want to give some information. The website FargoDiocese.org has a link slash search for CM, search for Christian maturity, but it's S E A R C H, the number four CM. And there will also be information at BismarckDiocese.com for their search program, too, which is facilitated, I believe, at a um, uh, Badlands Ministries 
Bay's a campus just south of Medora, so that's a beautiful setting for them to use as well. Johnny and Emma Young, thank you so much for joining us today. Blessings to you and your um, in in all that uh, the future has in store for you. Thank you for having us. Coming up. We are going to be visiting with uh, someone who's looking to help us grow in our prayer lives. There is an app for that, as you may have guessed. We'll hear about it next on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 